Hi, my name is Vera Motorko. I'm from Wikimedia Ukraine, and you're listening to Source Code Berlin. The vision of, of Wikimedia has always been not like reliance, but collaboration. It's not us trying to export our ideas, collaboration. Most of the knowledge from books and encyclopedias came from Europe or the US, then the way they see the world. Collaboration. This local community is asking us, how did you do it? Celebrate the many amazing women in the open movement. Information that is available to everybody on the same scale. How did you do it? Collaboration. Uh, welcome back to another edition of the Summer Sessions, where the warm late summer air brings us themes related to the sharing of knowledge that is not, I repeat, not written in North America or Europe, but rather from continents like South America, Africa, all over Asia, in what is now not just a goal, but a rising reality. Today, we will hear from several voices in the community who are looking at, explaining, or just celebrating this exciting shift and sharing with us how it's happening. Today, we will hear from Free Knowledge Ambassador Dimitar Dimitrov of WMDE, Zach McCune of the WMF, Kelsey Merkley of Uncommon Women, Osmar Valdebenito of Wikimedia Chile, a dear friend of the podcast and global coordinator of the Wikipedia Library, Felix Narti, and Kunrad Laupser rounds it all off, our friend from Wikimedia South Africa, all these wonderful voices talking about the new era and what it all means and how it all works and why. For Wikimedia Deutschland, I'm Mark von Sikarrenderu and this is Source Code Berlin. Well, so I'm Dimi. I am based in Brussels, where I work on public policy for Wikimedia. So I basically represent our movement vis-a-vis uh, -vis the European Union, where um, I'm basically trying to make sure that when they create new legislation, uh, that means that we are allowed to share more knowledge online and not prohibited from sharing knowledge online. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, suddenly, you know, it's it's not only us wanting to copy because what usually happens is we decide, okay, we've been doing this in the States, let's do this in Europe. And then in Europe, since, I mean, let's be honest, uh, although, you know, a lot of um, people would disagree with me, but all the countries are very similar to each <laughs> other in the end because we, we do have a shared history and, you know, currently also a shared political framework with a lot of these countries. So, you know, it's very easy. Somebody does a project and everybody copies it. And it's not quite easy to, um, to well, take the blueprint and to just copy it on the whole, a, a whole new continent. So, you know, Africa, Latin America, Asia are, of course, different and have their own things. So I'm very excited here. Now we have suddenly... We, it's not us trying to export our ideas. It's local communities asking us for, you know, just... How did you do it? And so they can do it in their own ways. I would like us to be much more of really a, a global organization. I, I still feel right now we're basically a, a organization that for the most part exists in San Francisco and Berlin, mm. uh, which is okay. But, you know, I, I, I feel like a lot more could be done. And for my personal projects, we do, we do public policy. And uh, the issue we're having is that a lot of um, the public policy decisions now get taken um, in the framework of international trade agreements. 
and international trade agreements are extremely hard to follow up because there are different negotiation rounds in different corners of the world and there is practically no civil society organization that um, has the money or the or the knowledge or the or the resources or you know the just the, the global coverage to really follow up on this um, you know on negotiations round in Uruguay then you have one in Europe then you have one in Japan and it's it's not like we'll manage to do this but I feel like we with our global network if we try you know to follow up on these trade agreements we actually have a shot at it's it's being represented everywhere so you know this i see like is the you know the the grand slam of public policy work and i feel like uh, wikimedia should uh, should go for it Hi, I'm Osmar Valdebenito. I'm from Wikimedia Chile, uh, and I'm also part of the FTC, the Fund Dissemination Committee. I think for me, one of the best things about the Wikimedia Conference is the opportunity to engage with people from different countries. Uh, one of the things I miss the most about Wikipedia is the possibility to uh, expand the knowledge besides the traditional Uh, origins of, of knowledge for example in our country in Chile most of the knowledge from books and encyclopedias came from Europe or the US and now you have the opportunity to engage with people from other countries to understand the way they see the world mm -hmm. so for example we can engage with people from Arab countries from Africa from Russia and start to understanding their history their past their cultures and not going through this uh, vision And, uh, from an Anglo-centric point of view. Mm, that whole question of who writes your history. Exactly. I mean, we, uh, one of the things I, for me, uh, Wikipedia uh, is revolutionary is that the capacity to uh, change the way that history or culture is written. And I think working with different organizations from different parts of the world uh, enable, us, enable us to start doing that. Yeah. To me, one of the part of the strategy, the knowledge equity that is talked is, is told in, the, in the strategy, to me is the one that resonates me the most, because I think that's the opportunity to make Wikipedia something different, something that can really help our communities, uh, to bring our local history up front, to make different people that currently are outside Of, the, of our system to bring them in mm -hmm. and, and I hope to see Wikipedia in 2013 30, mm -hmm. to, as, a, as a place where all the knowledge is really there and not just the elites or the people that's already there yeah. just bring new people because if we want to create a real network of knowledge we need those knots yeah. to be there Uh, 
hello. Uh, my name is Kelsey Merkley. I am the founder of the Uncommon Woman Project, uh, which seeks to celebrate uh, the many amazing women in the open movement and also find uh, pathways for leadership opportunities. Um, so this is the second year that uh, I've made the coloring book. Uh, last year, Catherine Marr uh, was one of the women in there. Um, all of the images are available uh, free for download, all under a CC BY license uh, at uncommonwomen.org. Um, and so anyone can host a coloring session uh, if they want uh, at their own events. Um, but I work with this really amazing illustrator uh, named Rory Comics, and I found her through a project called 100 Women, 100 Days, and she illustrates important historical uh, female figures and uh, donates the images to the commons. Uh, this year I ran an Indiegogo campaign and we crowdfunded the whole project, um, which was a ton of fun and really exhausting. Um, but we also took nominations uh, for people from people around the world to nominate who the uncommon women were in their lives. Uh, Creative Commons, uh, which is the community I've been directly a member of um, for seven years, both in South Africa um, and in Canada, uh, where my home is now. Um, we just went through a, a complete uh, movement strategy um, process, um, and I was one of the four, very fortunate to be one of the co-authors of our movement strategy process, which I know uh, impacted uh, some of the ways the strategy uh, process was done. Um, so to see that those visions flow and shift uh, into your visions um, is is really inspiring, um, and I think. What I think about uh, a lot is I know Ryan, um, Creative Commons CEO, and Catherine and Mark Sermon uh, are, have done a series of conversations around the big open. And uh, what I would love to see when I think about 2030 is how are we working closer together? Um, when I come to these things, people, someone asked me <laughs> yesterday, you know, do you see yourself as a Wikipedian? And I was like, well, I spend my time advocating for the license that makes Wikipedia work, so I think we are more together, uh, and I, I don't like to separate us uh, in those sorts of ways. So when I think about 2030, I think of us truly being one great big movement. Hola, soy Olga Paredes, soy parte de Wikimujeres y de Wikimedia Bolivia, y usted está escuchando Source Code Berlin. Hi there, my name is Zach McCune. I work for the Wikimedia Foundation on the communications team, and I work to raise awareness for Wikipedia around the world. I see myself as uh, a supporting uh, capacity for our communities, um, basically a way to help communities grow attention for the work they're doing. And so I use this as an opportunity to figure out what people need help amplifying, mm -hmm. right? This is an opportunity to basically uh, see a showcase of some of the best work happening across the movement and some of the groups that are really reaching new heights. A lot of times we found from a communications point of view, that's the moment to start really drawing attention to the work, mm. be it with press, be it with some marketing, be it with like really ramping up the social media publishing. Every time I come to the Wikimedia conference, there are more things happening in more places. Uh, so this is my third Wikimedia conference. And as they've gone on, I found that like we actually have become more attentive to the groups we've been missing and more empowering, I hope, to those groups. And again, it's great to see this kind of specifically with, let's say, uh, some of West African uh, user groups, right? So like when I 
when I first came to my first Wikimedia conference, um, there was a little bit of attendance from Ghana, a little bit of attendance from Nigeria. Now there's a great deal of attendance from Ghana, great deal of attendance from Nigeria, and a lot of programmatic work to report on. Mm -hmm. And the communications team from the foundation has been working with those communities. Uh, we actually just did a great marketing push in Nigeria where we had two uh, video ads that celebrate Wikipedia because mm -hmm. we were trying to introduce it to new readers there. Right. So we partnered with this uh, YouTube star and... Mm -hmm. Her video alone explaining and promoting Wikipedia now has 15 million views. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's like really exciting to see places to help and the fact that we've helped in that community and now they're on, you know, continuing that work, right? The vision of, of Wikimedia has always been not like reliance, but collaboration. And collaboration means like moments of intense uh you know, intense work together and then like letting people do their own things. That's true. So I think some of, you know, the Wikimedia conference brings together the most dedicated community leaders. And these are people that are used to rolling up their sleeves and just doing the work themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. So these are people who not only have vision, but also have just a remarkable work ethic to say, not only do we believe this is a good idea, but I believe I will personally labor intensely to make it happen, right? These are people that realize visions. Mm -hmm. um, but as you're saying, I think as a whole movement, we need to see the places where partnering, we're actually collaborating with other people, sometimes even external groups to our own, mm -hmm. are actually ways to amplify all the work and simplify it, like make it easier to do, make it more effective to do, yeah. and make it far reaching. Mm -hmm. So my hope is that by 2030, we actually find ourselves like more international so that we find ourselves having fewer conversations in English and maybe even fewer conversations just about, uh, for instance, like a website, like a desktop, this idea, this notion of a, like a web page mm -hmm. is bolted into Wikipedia and Wikimedia because that's where we started. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like there was this thing called the web. It was becoming visual. It was becoming collaborative. I mean, in 2018, we have simultaneous collaborative documents with Google Docs and things like that. The Wikimedia products are not like that. Mm -hmm. They are still asynchronous. They're still a single editor at a time. Mm -hmm. We have like some real changes to make to make knowledge as like fast moving as we know it is. Yeah. And so I'm just excited to think about like more knowledge from more places and more intuitive interfaces for collecting and sharing. Still to come on today's program, as we explore the rise and growth of free knowledge created and curated in more places than ever before, we'll hear from friend of the podcast and global coordinator of the Wikipedia library, Felix Nardi, and community-minded Kunrad Laubser of Wikimedia South Africa. It's the summer sessions right here on Source Code Berlin. Hello, my name is Felix. I'm from Ghana. I work um, with Open Foundation West Africa, an affiliate of the Wikimedia movement. And I partly work for the Wikimedia Foundation as a global coordinator for the Wikipedia library. My biggest priority, however, was um, or is the strategy track. 
um, because for me it's it's the opportunity to be a part of the second phase and to detect where things are going to go in the movement for the next 10, 10 years especially when it um it you're talking about open foundation west africa and when when we are user group that's supposed to span um, a sub region we need to be a part of um, the direction of the movement and be a voice to where that that direction should be it, we're trying to be practical here but it's actually not um the steps being taken now it's it's actually how those steps will be taken so it's like initi- initiating the process or process map of how we should undertake each phase of the next um, um the next process which is um the step two we're talking about so mm-hmm. it's like if we want to achieve knowledge as equity or equity as a service um how how do we do that right mm-hmm. um how do we get there what do we do as a step one or as a step a step two three four to get to where we want to go mm-hmm. and so at this moment i just say it's just ideas coming in left right center mm-hmm. getting people um to to ideal idealize them where we want to go and just putting that on paper in terms of milestones to be achieved and um that's i think is practical and will lead us to the right steps um, i think our goal as the Wikimedia movement already um, seems to address or want to address this issue of providing knowledge to everybody in the world and that's equity making sure that every part of the world's knowledge is covered um, and accessible to everybody who wants to access this information that's equity with knowledge but if we can have a movement where every sum of um, the human race can contribute to that knowledge that we need to provide for people, then it would be knowledge about the U.S., which is not the sum of all human all human knowledge. No. It's just a sum of some human knowledge. Mm-hmm. So knowledge as equity actually to me means providing um, not preferential information, but information that is available to everybody on the same scale. Kunraj from Wikimedia South Africa. Here's the thing. Wikimedia is such a diverse organization that spans cultures, languages, industries. Like every boundary you can imagine, there's somebody here overcoming that and making connections where people don't normally make connections. And that makes it a very daunting organization to, to volunteer for or become part of. Especially if, you, if you're the kind of person that are, that's good at pushing something in a certain direction or accomplishing something, and you're aware of all the directions that you can push in, yeah. the question comes up, like, what should you be doing and what shouldn't you be doing? So I see so much opportunity in South Africa specifically and in Africa um, to expand Wikimedia in different directions. But there's no point in me pushing it in a certain direction if that's the wrong direction. So, so I became involved to see how I can help. And I started an internet service provider. And basically, I, I couldn't afford internet. So I had to figure out a way to afford it. Ten years later, I had this like, internet service provider with 20 employees and... Um, tens of thousands of people who have had internet through this thing that I started. So I became an, I didn't even know that I, what the word entrepreneur mean, meant when I started. So 
but yeah, I, I was forced into entrepreneurship. Um, I had to learn a lot about business and how to how to execute on a plan and how to be accountable. And so I think that's a skill that's sometimes lacking in a volunteer organization. But it's very important to create a, a solid foundation of which volunteers can do their work. So, so the best I think that we, like as Wikimedia chapters can do, is to create a, a, a space in which volunteers can thrive. So it's kind of like, how do you, how do you help a community to lead itself? And to, to, how do you help a community to get to understand itself? And to understand its needs? and to identify those who are marginalized, mm. or to overcome, I think the most important one is to overcome your bias about what you think is best for other communities. So this is really about learning to listen and to see, to see what is there. Mm. And usually, I would say, eight or nine out of 10 times, it's not what you think. Mm. You, you step into a situation, you, you, you make assumptions about the, the conditions and what needs to be done, and the, the more you engage with that situation, it, it, I mean, it's a really special skill that you need to learn in order to see that, in order to actually, you go somewhere to teach. But often, through teaching, you actually learn. And so it's this, all this, this is the subtle art of community management. The subtle art of community management creating a foundation that stimulates collaboration, celebrating and recognizing the uncommon voices from groups in this world that have long been shut out or ignored. These are some of the reoccurring themes that we could call the spirit of 2018 within the Wikimedia community, a spirit that seeks to be around well beyond this year. I'd say the groundwork has been laid out. Now, of course, there's always more to do, and it's being done as we have this conversation right now, more of the work is happening. But the path has revealed itself, and I have to say, it's a very exciting one. As we wrap up this edition of Source Code Berlin, the summer sessions, a big thank you to all my guests. And of course, you, the listener, are invited to talk back, to comment. Just find Source Code Berlin on any social media platform you like and let us know what themes you see here or maybe what your thoughts are on these topics. If you're new to the world of podcasts, I just want to tell you, you can subscribe to the show in any podcast player which is probably right there on your phone. Just look for Source Code Berlin in any of those uh, catalogs and then press the subscribe button. It's fast, it's easy, and you get the new shows as they're released. SCB is a Wikimedia Deutschland production with music on today's program by Jesse Spillane, Hobotech, and King Imagine, all published under CC licenses and available on the Free Music Archive. This podcast is published under a CCBYSA 4.0 license and edited by me. Join us next time for another edition of the Summer Sessions as we dive into Wikimania 2018 with another plethora of voices from around the world. I'm Mark Fonseca Rendero. Thanks for listening.
My name is Karel Weidler from Wikimedia Estonia and you're listening to the Source Code Berlin.